Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your hand that is mighty upon us. We thank you for your strong teaching ministry of your spirit. This morning we are instructed. This morning we are enlightened by the word. We are made stronger by the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For your mighty help this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This morning, Holy Spirit, we are open to flow as you please. We are open to do as you please this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, because that one that came needing clarity. Today marks the beginning of a week of clarity. You will know what you must do. And you will know how to go about it. And you will have the peace of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For that one who has been anxious, who has been worried, thank you, Holy Spirit, because there is clarity and there is peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because every crooked path is made straight. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for victory and for progress all around. Thank you for progress on the job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Can I have our seats? Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, last week we established that we are made stronger by the word. Alright? We are made stronger by the word. Read in Acts 32, I commit you to God, and to the word, the word of his grace that is able to build you up Right, and to give an name that I'm also satisfied. So we said that we are made strong primarily first by the word. We are built up first by the word. We are shown our inheritance first by the word. That we are a people of the word, not of experiences. That we don't chase experiences, we grow in the word. You don't become a mature believer because you had a dream and you saw angels, really. Amen. No. We grow by the word. We are a people of the word. Amen. We are in days where we're talking about experiences, you know, experiences. Experiences. If you want to see vision, pray three hours daily. Experiences. No. We are a people of the word. The word first. 
Not even prayer first. That even our prayer lives must be built on the word. We are a very prayerful country. You agree now? If you want to pack your church full, do prayer meetings that target enemies and breakthrough. Enemies are very important. Once people feel like they need you and your church to fight enemies, it will be full. Because Nigerians have an enemy centric theology. So, enemies and breakthrough. But no, we're people of the word. You can pray. People pray and they pray the same prayers against their enemies every week. You'll be wondering if this prayer is working, the enemy should be dead by now. If you die, die, die last week, and you die, die, die this week, at one point the enemy should die. No, now, Ebame Sorrow. At some point, the enemy should have finished. Amen. So it's not having a strong prayer life that makes you victorious. It is having a prayer life built on the word that makes you live victorious. Hallelujah. So if you like prayer meetings, you must like word meetings even more. You must like teaching meetings even more. Glory to God. So that you don't pray things not scriptural. Amen. So you people can spend a lot of energy in prayer, but no work is done. Like spinning around, you know, a chair. No baba chair, old one. Alright? So must be people of the word first. So that we are not tossed, tossed, toe and fro by every wind of new doctrine. Amen. You know, in this Nigeria, after the church that I like, that are orthodox, that I like them. Deeper life. You know, I like them. You cannot toss them to and fro. What they believe, they believe. Amen. It makes you stable. 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 Glory to Jesus. So, we are made strong first by the word. It's the man that, that knows who he is, you know, what he has in Christ that is made strong. What makes you strong is that clarity of knowledge of the things yours in Christ. It's not the vision you saw. It is not that you prayed and felt goosebumps. Amen. So, can I take an act a church was pastoring? That if I ask you who is a serious Christian? Who is a spiritual person? What will you say? They, they say things like the one with the strongest tongues. You know, one that can reka ko 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 ko. The one that feels the goosebumps. I can feel the power. No. You don't know, you know, a spiritual person by gifts of the Spirit. You know by fruits of the Spirit. The fruits show the working of the word and the spirit in your life. So he said, he will know 
by when he visits your house. And someone says, ah, that means me, I'm not one of them. <laughs> At least she was sincere with herself. Amen. We are made strong by the word. All right? Life's built on the word is strength. Christ told them. He says, he would liken you know, um, it onto someone that built his house on the rock. He says, the rain came. The storms came. Everything came. The house stood. The house was built strong on the word. All right? And I thought I'd be the house on clay, on experiences. When things happen to cast. And storms will come. The rain, it's more, rain must fall every year in Abbey. So things come around. Okay? It is those who have built their lives on the word that remain strong. So what makes a great service? Not that, not that, not that we, we, you know, every time we, we moved in power. Yes, it is good. But if your word base is, 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 is weak, we just, we just wasted our time. You can't grow like that. You don't grow by fruit of this, by, by fluing the spirit. No, that's not how you grow. That's not how you grow. Have you not seen prophets that when you see them behave, you're wondering, ah, prophet Taiwo. I asked you for a name. Name just came. <laughs> you see? Glory to Jesus. Have you seen prophets that curse? In the church, they give out of knowledge. When they, when they leave church like this, they anger in their body. And so we don't know who a spiritual person is by gift of the Spirit. The word must have in your life first place. Some people have dreams and they begin to get worried. But I thought you they have what of knowledge and what of wisdom. Uh, why did that not help in your in your fear? And because it's the word that makes you stand strong. It's the word in your spirit that is strength. So you can do all those spiritual stuff, but when things happen, you are fretful, you are vengeful, you are all that because you are not strong in the word. People have many weird motives about Christianity. Why? They've built life on experiences, not the word. When you hear what people say now, you know that this, the word level is zero. Amen. I'm saying like, I expect when a pastor just sees me, he will tell me everything about me. That can happen, right? But why not just tell me your problem? No, why not just, why not tell me, tell me your problem? People think God just does, you know, radio for us every time. I just see Sharon. God just tells me, ah, I'm a Sharon. Why like, oh, go on, you know? <laughs> That's how it works, man. That's no, yeah, you're a good girl. Don't worry. <laughs> All right? But people have weird because they don't, it's not read your Bible. So when Geazi left Elisha to go and lie and collect money, now, if he thought that his master will hear God about everything, no, not right. If he felt that God is his master, everything, you know he will never try it. So he understood that God speaks, but God doesn't also speak, as in he doesn't speak about everything. He tells him on a need to know basis. When some people say something like, um, you know, um, I want my husband to read my mind. Maybe he's a man of God, or maybe he's a spiritual person. I saw this on Twitter recently. I want him to read my mind. Oh boy, you'll be there. This is what we say when we don't grow in the word of God. If you have a problem, talk. Hallelujah. So, 
we don't build our life on experiences. We build our life on the word of God. So that no matter what happens around you, your life is the word. Someone say, but that pastor died. See the problem? See the problem? See the problem? You are building your life on experiences. What if, how, how, how could the man of God have that kind of problem? You see the problem? Your life should be built on the word, not on experiences. The word. People of the word. All right. We said the Old Testament was written for our learning. The OT was written for our learning. All right. Not for our living. Romans 15.4. Romans 15.4. Romans 15.4. People like service where you preach. Many people. The Lord will bless you this week. The Lord will... It's true. But all that is will only work when people have lives built on the word. A strong word culture. So when pastor preaches and just preaches and preaches and preaches, service is wonderful. When he just teaches, ah, oh God, he's Bible school, Hallelujah. But we are meant with Bible literates. Bible literates. To know what you believe and why you believe it. People say things like, you know, our faith is just, it's just faith. It's just faith. That we don't even know who is serving the real God. Everything is just it's just eh, because they are word illiterate. People say things like, we all serve the same God. Have you heard it before? <laughs> Even people have that, that, were, that they've been 15 years in Christ say that everybody, every religion serves the same God. Are you even saved, child? No, 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 no. If you are thinking that, are you really saved? Because being saved is, is premised on the fact that Jesus, Son of God, is the only way, the way, not a, the way, the truth, the life. So if you, if you are saying you are the same God, are, we, are you, hey, you're not saved because you've been in church all your life. That's, that's, not, that's not what saves you. Amen. Amen. I was born in church. Not because you are a deacon. They are unsafe deacons and they are unsafe pastors. A strong world culture. Hallelujah. So come what may, you know what you believe and why. That your faith in God is not faith for faith's sake. It's faith in knowledge of who God is and his dealings with man. Hallelujah. Okay, Romans 15, 4. Want to go. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. So they were written for our learning. Follow me closely. But not written for our living. We learn from the old covenant, but we don't live by it. We learn from the old, but we don't live by it. There are still people that can't go to church when they're in their period. Yes. There are still people that call themselves Christians that go to church when they are menstruating because of something in the old covenant. They were written for our learning, not for our living. Glory to Jesus. 
I'll, I'll, I'll make it clear. First Corinthians 10, 11. First Corinthians 10, 11. First Corinthians 10, 11. In these days of all, all sorts of popular doctrines, it is important that you know what you believe. You know it. Once you go, these things happen to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come. So written for our examples. I'll make it clearer. For examples, okay, for our learn for our learning, okay, but not for our living. Colossians two. Colossians two verses six twenty three. Colossians two sixteen to twenty three. Glory to Jesus. Once we go, therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to religious festival, a new celebration, or a Sabbath day, that don't, 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 don't get yourself back to living by those former rules. Don't eat pork. Don't eat this. Amen. Sabbath day. Not Sabbath day. We're not arguing on the Sabbath day. Someone says Saturday, someone says Sunday. We're not fighting over it. New moon. Do you understand? That we don't live by those rules of what to eat, what not to eat, you know, and stuff like that. Let's go on. This are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Those things were a shadow. You don't live by the shadow when you have the reality. You don't live by the shadow when you have the real thing. So it means that if I don't move beyond the shadow to the real, I'll be stuck in the past where God has left and when God leaves things, demons enter it. So if you stay there, you play with devils. Hallelujah. Alright? So don't live by the shadow. We live by the reality. Galatians 5.6 says, the real circumcision now, you know in the past they had circumcision. The real one is done by the spirits. It's not what you do when you cut off, you know, from the... Amen. Someone says, should we now stop circumcision? Well, yes and no. It's, it's really, it's not, doesn't, God doesn't care for circumcision. It might be, it might, good, it might be good medically, it might be good health-wise, but God has nothing to do with it. Amen. It has, God has nothing to do with it. Amen. The real circumcision is what God did by his spirit. Hallelujah. The cutting off of the old man. Amen. It's what the cutting off of the old man. When you came into Christ, you were circumcised by the Spirit. Your old man was cut off. Your old man, your sinful nature died. So now you have a new man. Hallelujah. A rebated spirit. We did not upgrade you. We made you brand new. We did not improve on you. No, you, you are brand new. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. It's not, it's, not, it's not an upgrade. It's not, it's not an upgrade. It's a brand new product. It's a, it's a new creation. It's a new special of man beings. It's a new type of creation. It's a new, entirely brand new person. 
Hallelujah. So, we don't live by the old. We learn from the old. We live by the new. The OT was written for us. The NT was written to us. Did you get that? One was written for our learning. One was written to us. So we live by the one written to us. We learn from the old. We live by the new. We learn from the old. We live by the new. Amen. We learn from the old. We live by the new. Ephesians 1, 1 to 2. Ephesians 1, 1 to 2. Look at this. Once we go, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ. So it was written to God's holy people, written to us, the church. These ones were written to us. The epistles, the new covenant, was written to us. So we live by what is written to us. Colossians 1. Look at this again. To God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Ah, this is faithful. Huh? Okay. Grace and peace to you from God our Father. Now, Colossians 4.16. Look at this. Let's go together. Once you go. Once you go. Yeah, I've been read to you. See that it is also read in a church of the Laodiceans. And that you in turn read the letter from Laodicea. So he's saying that the letters I wrote, okay, that I wrote to one church, I write to every believer. Do you understand? That the letters he wrote to one church are for every church. These are the things written to us. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. But we know that the character of God is the same. Malachi 4 6, I am God. I change not. Hebrews 13, 8. Hebrews 13, 8. Just like the same yesterday, today, and forever. So God does not change. It is why we can learn from the old. People say things like, the God of the old is wicked. The God of the new is chilled. It's because you're a Bible illiterate. Amen. See, if you're a serious believer, you should study. When God says, I change not, how will you now say that God changed? The character of God is unchangeable. His character has always been love. Alright? The God of then is the God of now. If God changes, we are in trouble. If God changes, you know there is wahala. See, I said it's not funny. If God that holds what together changes, the world will collapse. He holds the world together by the word of his power. So if his word changes, the word too will. I can't replace sun or move very far from the moon. Oh, avoid the earth. Wahala, of course. Hallelujah. All right? What changed is the covenant. What changed also is the people. 
in the old covenant was, was dealing with dead men. In the new, made us alive first. And made us a people that can do good works. Do you understand? What changed is the covenant and the people. He gave them lost fitting for dead men. You have, to, you have to spell for a dead man everything. He's spiritually dead. You have to spell out everything for him. So you tell him, don't kill your neighbor. You know that's not meant to be. You shouldn't tell someone that is a child of God not to kill somebody. But because they were dead men, so you tell them, don't murder. You tell them, don't steal. Don't want your neighbor's wife. You know that. You know, you're telling somebody, you're telling somebody not to covet his neighbor's wife. For spiritually dead men, everything goes. You have to tell him, okay, this one does not go. But for us, the new man in Christ, not the law he gave us, the law of love. Because when you love, all those other things by default you do it. So you know that if you love, you want your neighbor's wife. You know if you love, if you love your neighbor, you don't want his wife. I be now, I buy me sorrow. Right? If you love your neighbor, you will not murder your neighbor. It's not even deep. So he gave them a covenant that was suiting for dead men. He told them when that mountain that I, that I fellowship with, 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 with Moses, you don't go near it. You touch it, turn to death. You know why? They will go and buy for the mountain. They are dead men. When they send it like, like, like supernatural, they will go and worship there. They will turn the rock into a new God. And you know they did it. When Moses spent a little time with God, they turned their jewelry into, into an idol to worship. Hallelujah. So God does not change. So we, we can learn from the old, okay? The character of God. You can learn what God, you learn how much God hates sin in the old. And God has not changed. He still has the same hatred for sin. When we read these things wrong, we cannot begin to feel like in the new, sin is not that bad. That's chaotic. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Why did his son come and die for it? No, 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 no. It wasn't that deep. It wasn't, it wasn't such a big deal. People sort of, all sort of funny things now, that in New Covenant, you know, sin, God has no problem with sin. Are you kidding me? His son came to die for sin. That is how bad sin is. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to Jesus. So, when you now read the old, and where it looks like God is a gangster, relax. Again, Bible literacy. The, we, we have too many Bible literacy in the church. When you swear God, it seems like you have done something very terrible. Relax. Why does it relax? Now, Bible calls Jesus the image of the invisible God. The visible image of the invisible God. That, you know, God, Christ told Nathaniel, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. He says, I've come to do his will. So, the will of God is seen in Christ. What Christ cannot do, God cannot do. What Jesus will not do, God cannot do. 
He is the visible image of the invisible God. So he, we see the Father in the Son. If you have seen me, you have seen my Father. So he's saying his character is the character of God. Hallelujah. See also in Acts 38. Acts 10 38. How God, not just Christ, not the Holy Ghost and power, so that he went about doing good in all those who were oppressed by the devil. So see Christ, the doing good person, the oppressor, the devil. So when you see oppression, you know what to face. Hallelujah. The popular um, principle for scripture that many times in scripture, God is said to do what he permitted or did not stop. So when someone says, and God struck Saul dead, God did not strike Saul dead. God permitted Saul to reap the fruit of his actions. That God's judgment is not to strike down, but to permit people to reap the fruit of their works. So that God turns away and lets people get what they deserve. Hallelujah. You've been here for a while, you should know that enough. Because I've taught it last year, I've taught it this year. We must be Bible literate. Christ reveals the nature of God. First John 5 24 says, And Christ has come to give us understanding so that we know Him who is true. So in Christ, I have the understanding of the character and nature of God. So where in doubt, check Jesus. So the disciples wanted to, wanted to you know, they told Jesus, this city rejected us. Let us call down fire like Elijah, like Elijah did and burn the city. How could they reject you, the anointed? No, Christ told them, he forbade them. He says, you don't know what manner of spirit you are of. That we don't do that here. So many, when Elijah did it, it wasn't God's will, but he did it. You understand? He did, it happened. But God did not send him. And if Christ was there, Christ had told him, okay, what you did, you are stupid. Hallelujah. Spiritual power can rot good and bad, and that's the truth. Glory to Jesus. When you give a command that is not good, the devil can help you do it. When you give a wicked command, the devil can help you do it. You don't say God did. So when an emoji says, I curse you, the devil will help him effect that cause. His, his, his job is to roam about looking forward to divorce. That's his job. He's looking for, look, that's, his, that's his guy's JDO. Wakes up in the morning, if I he sleeps, okay? Wakes up in the morning, where is, where is his tie? Look, <laughs> going about, this is also looking for who to divorce. So when a cause goes out, his job is to <laughs> That's his job. Hallelujah. All right? We have to be Bible literate. Glory to Jesus. The knowledge of the mystery of Christ 
in the epistles is key for spiritual formation, strength, and literacy. The knowledge of the mystery of Christ in the epistles is key for spiritual formation, strength, and our Bible, our literacy. I said these things were written to us. Glory to Jesus. So, the mystery of Christ is in the epistles. We must then write it by the word of truth so that we know our position, rights, our privileges, and our, and our, our responsibilities as children of God. We must know our position. Hallelujah. If you sleep on me, I will come out my shoe and I will knock your head in love. Because if, if I'm preaching fire now, you'll be awake. So let's not fight. If I say bless you, you know you wake up. So let's not fight, okay? Let's be for ourselves. All right? Glory to Jesus. If I tell you the mystery of money, right? We open. <laughs> so let's, let's behave. <laughs> let's behave. Let's behave ourselves, okay? We must rightly divide the word of truth. It means we can also wrongly divide it. Yeah. To divide means to make a separation. I must rightfully know what is old and what is new. I must rightly divide the word of truth. Glory to Jesus. We must know our rights, our position. Position first. Position first. Because where we are is what gives us rights. I am in Christ. It's why I have the rights he gave me, because I am in him. So I must know my position first. I'm, I'm, I'm set with him in heavenly places above everything. I must know where I am seated. So this story about someone was doing the deliverance. So pastor, some men were doing the deliverance. And the demon was speaking to the guy and asked them, where are you seated? Where, where are you standing? And that one said, I'm standing on my two feet. He gave him a slap. I don't know how true. It's a popular story. I don't know how true. He says, I'm standing on my two feet. He gave him a slap. You know, someone then said, I'm not standing. I am seated in Christ. And that worked. You could get the devil cast out. I don't know how true. It's a story my pastor used to share. I don't know if it's a true story, but you know. So our position gives us rights. I am in Christ. So I operate, you know, the rights and inheritance available to Christ in Christ. I have his name. That means to, to act in his stead. Power of attorney. To have his name is to be able to act in his stead. So when I speak, I speak for him in his name. You know, when you watch these old films, someone brings a letter with the seal of a king, first of his, of his type, king of his clinical, clinical, ruler of the seven kingdoms. Okay? So, <laughs> so when, when the person brings, comes to you in the name of the king, the king is talking to you. And you act as you act to the king. So if you then fight that person, you are for the king. Hallelujah. You must also then know, you know, our duties. Not only know rights. It's only a responsible child that, that, that lives on rights alone without any duty. Eh, I'm a son of the clinical clinical. Eh, yes, rights. 
but there are things to do because you are the son of so and so. People cram right in Christ, but they want no duty. Even to live right is probably because you are man in, you know, to you now, because you are man in Christ, you are right. Nothing else to do again. No, no. You are saved without works, but saved unto good works. You have a duty to perform. Number one, first duty is to live what of the calling you have received. You are righteous in Christ, live righteously. Hallelujah. So know your rights, your position, your rights. Also know your duties. These things are shown in the epistles. When you talk about sin, people say we don't preach sin. Are you kidding me? Have you read Paul? Wait, have you read Paul? Paul, the great man. Have you read Paul's letters? No, no, me alone. Have you read Paul's letters? Paul will tell you chapter one, this is who we are in Christ. Chapter two, this is where chapter three, chapter three telling you, because you are this, do like this. That's that's all it, in, in all his books. In all his books, the same way in all his books. Chapter one, you are wonderful in Christ, you are blessed, you have everything, all things are yours. It, it, it starts very well, though. You know? <laughs> this is, it, it, it writes well. This is who you are in Christ. He died for his cause, he died for you, and so and so and so. Chapter one, chapter two, the same. Chapter three and chapter four. Because you are this. Put off this bad behavior. Put on this new man. And he tells them, even this is out. This kind of behavior should not be heard amongst us. Paul writes clearly. He will tell you, this kind of behavior, because you are this, you cannot act like this. That is balanced teaching. Not just telling who you are in Christ. But you are not lawless. The law is dead, Abby. So now you can do anything. Okay. Hallelujah. We've turned God into Santa Claus. He only gives good gifts, no laws. Just comes every year, call it a you know. <laughs> Let me tell for my for my non Yoruba guys. Comes every year and pours gifts. And you just come and pack your own gift and go home. That's not Jesus. That's not God. A father gives blessings and rules. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you have a good father, at least, he takes care of you. Also gives you instructions. This is how you must live. No good father only blesses you without any instruction. Come on now. That is so good, doesn't care how I live my life. When I, I, when I finish singing, come and tell me, Oh, my darling son, rub your head. You just stole in the market. You get back home. Oh, my dear son. Oh, you cute little thief. <laughs> But it's how we have painted God. It's how we have turned grace into something else. We've turned the message of grace upside down, downside up. Titus 2. God is no abuser, but is also no enabler of bad behavior. God is not a child abuser, but he's also not, not an enabler and rewarder of bad behavior. It's because we have read the Bible wrong, we think God only, only judges in the old, in the new. Just do anything you want to do, it's all good. 
Read the Bible very well. First Corinthians 11, 13. For this reason, many are sick, many are weak, many die. In the New Covenant. In the New. For bad behavior. For this reason, many are sick, many are weak, and many die. In the New. In the New Covenant. For bad behavior. For this reason, many are sick, many are weak, and many die. So sin can make people die young. Sin has made many people sick. Why James 5 says, then once come on, let him come to the elders to pray for them. You know, kinikor, kinikor, pray for to save him. And if he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Meaning that the sickness could be as a result of sin. New covenant. Hallelujah. It's why we must be Bible literates. When people take God's grace for license to sin, after a while, judgment will come. God's judgment is to turn back and allow you to take the cane you deserve. And when you repent and come back, fix you up. Fix what can be fixed. Amen. Someone raped somebody. You know God cannot cancel the penalty of rape in the courts. That 14 years or life, life period, he will take it. He will pray in tongues in his prison, no? Even save souls there. But that 14 or 200 years that they gave him, Omar complete. Titus 2, 11. Titus 2, 11 to 15. Look at this. For the grace of God ah, has appeared that what? Offers salvation to all people. Verse 12. Look at this. The grace of God teaches us to say no to ungodliness and to worldly passions. Teaches us to say no, not to do it and say I'm sorry. No, I've done grace too. I will do it. People won't say for they say nonsense. For they say they say ah, Olaf, 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 forgive me. They answer the nonsense. First pray the forgiveness first, and I say, hey, that's not how grace operates, man. All right, teaches us to say no to what ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self. This is the work of grace, though. To help you live self-controlled lives, self-controlled mouths. Amen. You are the most abuser, but you are man in Christ. You know, it's, it's, grace says no. You are the, when they say A, give them B, C, D to Z. Do not beg you, ah, we are sorry, we have heard. Grace teaches us to live self-controlled lives. All right? Upright and what? Godly lives in this present. This is the work of grace. Verse 13. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 14. Who gave himself for us to redeem us from wickedness. Look at it. To redeem us from wickedness. Redeem us from bad behavior. You get my point? Redeem from doing stupid things. And saying, I'm sorry. You are redeemed not to do those stupid things in the first place. Amen. All right? And to purify himself. Look at this. For himself, a people that are his very own. People that are eager to do what is good. The work of grace in you is to produce you an eagerness to do what is good. So, when I fully appreciate grace, I should be a better husband, a better wife, a better colleague at work, a better employer, a better employee. 
a better sibling, a better child. That is the work of grace. Did you see you and say, since he got saved last year, it has gotten better and better and better. That is sharp mouth has gone. Verse 15. Verse 15. Look at this. This then are the things you should teach. New covenants. This is what you will teach people. That they've been redeemed from bad behavior. Not that you can say sorry when they sin. That's the part. But this is the first one. Alright? Look at this. New covenant. Encourage and what? Rebuke. With all authority. So it says, emoji. Teach your people, and when they move mad, rebuke with all authority. That guy, guy, we taught you. What's, what's wrong with you? This is unacceptable. You can't act like this. So you see, Mojo is telling you, you're so perfect, you're so cute. Never rebuke. No correction, just everything. Oh, man in Christ, this is who you are. You have rights, you have authority, you have this. But never duty is defrauding you. I'm going to ask him and ask you a question. All right. Glory to Jesus. So, the new covenant began after the burial, after the death, burial, resurrection of Christ. Hallelujah. You know, for a will to come into place, the owner of the will must die first. That's in Hebrews 9, 16 22. Before a will comes into place, the owner of the will must die. It is his death that makes the will, you know, go into effect. So the new covenant, which is also the new covenant, new will, testament, in the same word, okay, only came into play after Christ died, was buried, and then rose again. So meaning everything before then is in the old covenant. So Christ lived on the earth in the old covenant. So many times he will speak of the past, speak of, of where they were then, and speak of the future. So you must know when he's speaking of what was or what is to come. Do you understand? That's called rightly dividing the word of truth. So even Christ says some things that, 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 that are only tenable in the old. Amen. Good? These things of the new covenant, the epistles, are written the epistles. That is that Christ taught the disciples after, after, after he got from the dead. He taught them for 40 days about the kingdom. He has spent with them three and a half years before. Are we together? Are we here? Are we here? Are we still here? Or should I preach? I say you are blessed. <laughs> Someone say, but not today. Alright? So, he had been with them for ten and a half years. But after I was in Acts 1 8, Acts 1 1 to 8, he taught them again. After I got back from the dead, for 40 days, and he taught them about the kingdom. Why? Telling them, these are now your new realities. He had taught them for three and a half years. He then now had to teach them some things that apply to the year and now for 40 days after he was from the dead. Teaching them about things of the kingdom. That's in Acts 1, 1 to 8. And these are the things that, that the apostles wrote in the epistles. 
is why we live by the epistles. We read everything, right? We learn everything. But we take our living examples. We take our living from the epistles. Glory to Jesus. All right? Ephesians 3, 1 to 10. Our realities now are documented in the epistles. Our realities now are documented in the epistles. Once we go, let's read again on the screen. No, no, we went to school. We have graduates of CU, so in the lag, we have, have, have MBA and all that here, okay? Amen. So we all went to school, all right? So we can read like we went to. Amen, Abby? So one, two, go. Uh-huh. Yeah, for the sake of you. Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. Verse 3. Made not me by revelation as I have already. Do you see that? Uh, the mystery of Christ revealed to Paul and other apostles, amen, were written in the epistles. He says, You will see these things as I have briefly written already. Meaning that in his letters, in the epistles, is documented the mystery of Christ. Do you understand that? So to see who we are now, you see it in the epistles. The other disciples saw Christ face to face. Paul saw Christ, you know, afterwards, a return of Christ, okay? And Christ wrote to him, Christ taught him, not wrote, Christ taught him these things. And what Paul writes is what Peter wrote. They agree. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Verse 4. In reading this, look at this. Then you'll be able to understand my insight into the mystery. In reading this, in reading the epistles, you will understand the mystery of Christ. Let's go on. Verse 5. Ah. No, no, read it very well. Again, you went to school, okay? Verse 5. As it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's. Look at this. So he says. The mystery of Christ was not made known to anybody else before. They spoke about it, but did not understand it. So Isaiah wrote it, something about Christ. He didn't understand it. Virgin will conceive. He wrote it as God, as God spoke to him. He wrote. Isaiah 53 also. He wrote those things down. But even Isaiah, you know, would need to read the epistles to understand. Isaiah would need to read the epistles to understand what he wrote. Jeremiah, all of them. They said things as God spoke to them. They didn't get it, but thank God they wrote it down. But it's to us now that these things have been revealed. So I will say, Isaiah longed for your day. He wrote about our day. He didn't get it, but they knew something was coming. They knew Messiah would come, but they did not even understand, fully understand how everything will happen. So they were thinking and they were asking, why the apostles were asking Jesus, that would you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? They, did, they were expecting a military king that would come and let them fight Rome. Hallelujah. So this is why to know the mystery of Christ, you read the epistles. Let's go on. 
Verse 6. The mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Hallelujah. Members together of one body and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. Verse 7. I became servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given to me. Yeah, what kind of spa? Although, yeah, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. Verse 9. Which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. Verse 10. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the Hallelujah. These things were hidden from them. They were hidden for us. Hidden from them to be revealed to us. Hidden, so the mystery to us is a revealed mystery. So all this, I show you a mystery. Stop it. No. The mystery has been revealed in Christ. Let's stop all this big, big drama. It makes, makes things of God look like it's hidden. No. It has been revealed. We are only now being illuminated with what has been revealed. We are only now understanding what has been revealed. So mean, whatever you say or teach now must agree with what has been revealed. Don't bring us something new. No, it has been reviewed and documented. We have textbook for it. Yeah, people like textbooks. Eating for them, eating from them, eating for us, eating to be revealed to us, and it has now been reviewed and documented in the epistles. Hallelujah. Are we going well? Is it going well this morning? Colossians one twenty four. Colossians one twenty four. Colossians one twenty four twenty seven. Colossians 1, 24 to 27. Once we go. Now I rejoice in what I'm suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. Ah, 25. I have become a servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. 26. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but it is now disclosed. To the, it is now disclosed. It is now revealed. Hallelujah. The mystery of Christ is no longer a mystery hidden. It is now revealed. So now we are reading understanding what has been revealed. 27. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope, the summary of the mystery is Christ in you. So that God lives in man, hallelujah, is the summary of the mystery. Christ in you is the, is the mystery. It's what everything is built around. That every believer now carries God is the summary of the mystery. So if I can pray for you, 
can, can also pray for yourself. Because Christ is in you. Now you also have access. Hallelujah. First Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter. Second Peter 3, 14 to 16. Second Peter 3, 14 to 16. Hallelujah. We are a well-taught church. We must know these things. Amen. You must know it. It makes you grounded. It makes you strong. You're not taught to and fro by big grammar. Want to go? So, dear friends, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Please read this carefully. Read this one very carefully. Go back. Go back. Verse, verse, verse 16. Verse 16. Verse 16. Verse 16. 16. 1 and 6. 16. One and, uh, <laughs> Look at this. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand. Not, 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 not impossible to understand. Not impossible. Hard. We have the Holy Ghost. To understand what is written. Alright? Which ignorant and unstable. He says they are ignorant and unstable. Okay? These thoughts, follow me. As they do the other scriptures to their. So when he says other scriptures, when he says other scriptures, what's he saying? When he says other scriptures, what's he saying? When I tell you that Bolu is a girl and there are other girls, what am I saying? Bolu is a girl. There are other girls. They are all girls. So when Peter says, Paul's letters, other scriptures, what are you saying? That they are all scripture. That the epistles are scripture. That's the point. Do you understand? That the epistles are scriptures. Peter says, I agree with the things Paul wrote. So, Peter is saying, my, 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 my pieces are scriptures. His own also, they are scriptures. Some people say, Paul is bad, Peter is good. Very before now. Peter, that you like, said, Paul's letters are scriptures. Uh, what is Paul's own? Paul, Paul did not work with Christ on the earth. Peter, Peter that worked with Christ. Eh? Peter that worked with Christ. That's that that a point going number one, leader in the church. Says, eh, what Paul wrote. Not true. So the epistles are scripture. And you can build your life on them. Hallelujah. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. First Peter 1, 10 to 12. Are we learning this morning? Once we go, concerning the salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you, look at this, the prophet, says they searched intently and with the greatest care. All right? Trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah, and the glories that to follow. Verse 12, look at this. It was revealed to them 
that were not serving themselves but you, when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who preach the gospel to you, by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look into these things. So the prophets of old and even angels, they knew something was coming. They tried to understand. They didn't fully get it. Hallelujah. Even angels longed to look into these things. It was hidden from them to be revealed to us. And these things are documented in the epistles. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 12. Ephesians 2 22. Ephesians 2 from 19 to 22. Look, once you go, consequently, help me. And strangers. Yeah. And also members of his household. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. 22. Now, he says, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. It's not saying that it was built on their back. Their back is not conquering. Help me. Their back is not cement. It's not gravel. It is built on what they taught. Do you understand? The doctrine of Christ given to the apostles is what built the foundation of the church. So all we do, all we learn, all we know about the mystery of Christ is what the apostles and prophets have revealed to us. There is nothing new to build upon again. The foundation has been built and it is Christ and his mystery understood. Hallelujah. When someone says, ah, this Bible, I've passed it, you know that you have passed Christ. He has passed. People have said it before. And then what you want to say is, you know, now, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need that book anymore. Yeah, it has, he has passed, even he has passed us too. He has passed the church also. Hallelujah. We can't outgrow the book. Hallelujah. So we eat the epistles prayerfully. In the covenant, Christ God told them that that mountain, nobody must touch it. If, even if a bed touches it, stone the bed to death. So, to hear God, they had to go through Moses. So, not to ask who should we marry? Moses. Ah, I like this girl. Should I marry her? Moses. I'm praying for admission. Which school should I go to? Moses. I have two job offers. Which one should I take? Moses. Is why most wanted to die. The father told him, the guy, the way you are going, you will die. Because everyone comes to Moses to have instruction. But us, Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. We must know the difference between the old and the new. 
You don't need me to tell you who to marry. No. I can guide, I can advise. But it is you that should have heard God yourself. If I'm going to the pastor and telling the pastor, give, the pastor asked them for two names of the two men in, the, in, their, in, their, in their children's life. Parents are taking their, taking their, their, their children's name and the name of our boyfriends. They won't, they won't tell them, how oh, we have only one man? You have like three so we can, you know, choose one of the three. So if she, if she has one boyfriend, she now has other side men in real life, believing Christians. Yes. So they now go take three names to their, their prophets. You now tell them, Ele Iloda, this is the one that is good. At the prophet, at the mother, at the child, and the three boyfriends, Isono. So, you've been saved 13 years. You cannot hear God. Wow. Oh, boy. So, it is me that is prayer contractor. Only me. <laughs> Let's go together. Hebrews 4.16. Look at this. Let us then, pastors alone, no, let us, all of us, then approach God's throne, hallelujah, of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and finding grace to help us in our time of need. He told them, don't near the mountain. He told us, come boldly. Hallelujah. Them, don't near. If you go, you will die. <laughs> Someone thought the ark. He died. But he told us, you, come boldly. Don't come beggarly. People come to God beggarly. Who am I? I'm just, you know, a filthy sinner. I'm just, you know, clinical nonsense. And they think it is, it, they think they are being cool and being cute and being pious. But to God, they are saying nonsense. Imagine my child, my child comes to me, my son, that, 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 that I, I care for, I love. Comes to me to say, Daddy, I'm so worthless, but give me 5K. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm so dirty. I don't even deserve you. As in, that's, I will ask him, are, 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 you, are you okay? But it's how we talk to God. And we feel it is cute. I don't deserve it. You know, I don't deserve it. You're not in Christ. Now you're deserving. Before now, you were undeserving. But when you came into Christ, you became deserving in Christ. So we come with... No, it's not, not, not with arrogance, but with boldness. When I come to say, ah, anything I want to give me now, my man in Christ. No, we come boldly, like good kids of a good daddy. Hello, dad. Boldly. Being beggarly is not being righteous. God, if it's your will, you will heal me. Are you kidding me? If it's your will, I, 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 I died for you. I, I, don't, I don't get what you're telling me again. How was I showing my will? How else do I show you my will to bless you? Out of that, that I died for you. I died for you. They beat me, spat on me. Some, some, some annoying people spat on me. Some like, <laughs> they, they spat on me for your sake. They put the crown on my head and eat the crown. I bled. They stripped me naked. You're not asking me again. It is my will to bless you. How else should I show you my will? Hallelujah. 
Hebrews, Ephesians 3, 12. Ephesians 3, 12. Ephesians 3, 12. Come boldly to the throne of grace to find mercy and help in your times of need. So, he says, even in your neediness, those days when you feel down and out, when you feel so sinful, you feel so that you feel so undeserving. He says, that is your time of need. It is when you should come boldly. You might tell God, God, I'm, so, I'm so, such a sinful soul, shut up. Shut it. Shut it. Yes, God, I, 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 I did wrong. I repent of it. But as your word says, I come boldly for strength, for grace in this hour of need. That is prayer. That is prayer. Not God, I don't know if you forgive me. Shut up, he has forgiven you. And I'm crying, God, I've done it again. I don't know if you can forgive me. You know, I pray there one hour, I stay crying. He's not crying and I never pray. You think your cry will, will blackmail God. And if I cry like enough, he will hear me. God, please. Now get up and feel, you feel like, hey, I cry, but I don't feel clean yet, so you're not done. Go back again at night, round two tears. When you should take his word for it, he has forgiven you. So once you repent, okay, you Accept his forgiveness. It's not, it's not about feelings, about God's word. I don't have to feel love to be loved. I am loved. I don't have to feel it. I don't feel forgiven. See the problem? Did we ask your feelings? No. We asked you, what does the word say? The word says it's faithful and what just to forgive. Not if you stay, if you pray for this for two weeks, you forgive. When I now feel it, I'm forgiven. You see what I'm talking about? He says, Ephesians 3 12, in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. You must understand the things yours, the mystery of Christ in the epistles. When the curtain was turned down, was stripped head to toe, the curtain of, of the of the, that separated the, the, the holy place from the outer courts, the old temple. Hallelujah. So signifying that the way into, into the holy place has been made open, that everyone in Christ can come boldly before the Father. Now, now don't, don't, don't I need someone to go in for you. Now in the old days, the, old, the high priest will go into the holy place and they will put a rope on his leg and put the rope outside. You know why? So it doesn't come out. They will know he has died for his sin in the holy place. So now use rope to pull out his leg. So what they do is, if it's taking too long, they use rope to, do, they use rope to do, check the rope. Papa, you will not do, I'm alive. <laughs> yes! You do. So they know he's alive. When they put the rope and it doesn't like this, they know he's dead. They now use the rope to pull him out. So then, only the high priest could go into the holy place. But now, Hallelujah. The curtain has been turned open to show that the way into the holy place has now been made open for every man in Christ. So we can now all go in boldly to obtain mercy and find grace to help in our times of need. 
the way has been opened to you. Hallelujah. These things are written in the epistles. In the epistles. So, eat the epistles prayerfully. It will shape the songs you sing. Oh my Savior, oh my Savior, when you come to collect your people, remember me, O oh Lord, remember me, O oh Lord, when you come to collect your people, remember me, O oh Lord, amen. Now, you are in Christ. How do they forget someone that is inside? You know those songs can bring tears. You are crying while singing nonsense. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And renew right spirit. I cried to these things. She's painting me. <laughs> In secondary school, these songs used to get us crying. Cast me not away from your presence. We sang with, with energy, with, with, with what energy. Every day, morning and night. Every day, with passion and tears. He has said, he will not leave you, nor forsake you. So it's no longer a prayer point. Stop it. That's giving you his spirit forever. It's no longer a prayer point. Hallelujah. You are still praying and to give you a new right spirit within you. He gave you his spirit. He, he gave you a brand new, when you come born again, you became born again. You actually got a new spirit. The old you died. This one is new. You are not praying again. A new right spirit within you. Which, which, which spirit? Do you want to be born again every day? So every day when you, when you make it, come back again, give you new spirit. Every day new spirit. Are you, don't, 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 you want to go crazy. Every day. <laughs> the knowledge of the mystery of Christ is documented in the epistles. In them, we see how we should pray. In them, we see what we should pray. We see how we should live. So we eat the epistles prayerfully. Let it shape the songs you sing and the prayers you pray. God says, bless your enemies. You are saying, die, die, die. He said, bless your enemies. So who should die? No, tell me now. He says, bless those who, who, who despisefully use you. Hallelujah. Can't be an affair this morning. Just pray, Holy Ghost. The eyes of my understanding is enlightened. The eyes of my understanding is enlightened. The eyes of my understanding is enlightened. I grow in spiritual wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of God. I grow in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So I grow more and more in the knowledge of God. I don't live seeking things. I live for 
the knowledge of God. I don't live seeking things. What God wants to give me is not a car or a house. No. He wants to give me His word in my spirit. The word will bring the things. The word will bring the things. The word in my spirit is how I reign in life. The word in my spirit is how I reign in life. The word in my spirit is how I reign in life. The word in my spirit is how I reign in life. Lord, my eyes are open to understand your word. I grow without an understanding. I grow more and more in the knowledge of Christ. I grow in spiritual wisdom and understanding. I grow in spiritual wisdom and understanding. I grow in the knowledge of Christ. The eyes of my understanding is enlightened. I know the hope which I am called. I know the rich glory of your inheritance in us, your only one. I know the power available to me because I am in Christ. I know the power available to me because I am in Christ. My eyes are open. I love the word. I love the word. I fall in love with the word all over again. I fall in love with the mystery of Christ all over again. I fall in love with the word all over again. Rana Malakirana Malania Kotoza Are we praying? Eliako Supriandega Namatea Lekatozo Kolapeliana Raka Sulati Lekotolo Konamatea Neakataya Lepra Asuta Elia Kosomate Riana Matela Niakosumate Liana Makosumate Namaneane Kolokosiande Elana Bakalia Castro Branda Latia Eloko Sumatena Nenenenenenale Kalia Kosupria Nela Lesetelina Kolasudele Yodo Godosus Yes. Yes. 
Yes. I live for your knowledge, not for things. I live for the knowledge of you. I live for the knowledge of you. I live for the knowledge of you. Not for things. I live for the knowledge of you. Lord, these things don't satisfy. Lord, these things don't satisfy. For the knowledge of you I live. For the knowledge of you I pray. Lord, these things don't satisfy. One more time. Lord, these things don't satisfy. Yes. Oh, Lord, these things don't satisfy. For the knowledge of you. For the knowledge of you, I leave. For the knowledge of you I breathe Lord, these things don't satisfy One more time Oh Lord, these things don't satisfy Yeah, oh Lord, these things don't satisfy For the knowledge of you for the knowledge of you I live, for the knowledge of you I breathe, Lord, these things don't satisfy. So as you grow in the Word, you are made stronger, you are made stable, you are made established. Things may happen in the world around you. Things may happen everywhere, at work, at play, you know. But as you grow stable in the mystery of Christ, as seen in the epistles, as you grow stable in knowledge, you grow stable in life. As you grow stable in knowledge, you grow stable in life. And you get better and better and better and better and better the future you desire is in the word the future you desire is in the knowledge of christ when you found my knowledge you found everything when you found my knowledge you have found everything so let this be your pursuit. Let this be your desire. Be consumed with love for me, with love for the written word. This is the basis of strength. The knowledge of Christ revealed 
in the epistles. Thank you, Father. 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 Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.